Hello and welcome to the Bones Horror Podcast. This is episode 90, Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. It really is a nightmare. So we're up to uh, number six in our, uh, well, six weeks of madness, really doing <laughs> Freddy, Freddy films. We've got one, two, three more to go, I think. Three more yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're yeah. including the... Uh... Yeah. Versus Jason, and then the remake, and then the oh. new nightmare, isn't it? The yeah. one in the. I think in my box set, the, the Where's Craven's new nightmare would follow this one. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. yeah although then... it's not, it's not strictly canon, though, is it? Mm, it's not, no. So... I hope not. I really hope <laughs> not. But then we have, we can do the Freddy Jason film, and then the remake, and then. Woof. Yeah, that's done. So, what have we been up to this week? Um, all weekend, I've been coaching football and organising stuff. And you might tell some of you, if you're watching this, how pink my face looks at the moment. I didn't realise how hot it was out there today. Because um, it actually started raining a little bit. Because we haven't really had any rain for weeks. Not large amounts, but anyway. Um, yeah, so I, I, I've got a bit burnt again. Um Another note, uh, Ollie was talking to me earlier because he's been at work today and um, he wondered whether his employers would think of maybe a couple of new milkshakes, Jess. Sorry, who's that? Wait, hang on. Who's Ollie? Ollie, Ollie's Jess's brother. Right. And he works with Jess now. Mm -hmm. I'm not allowed to say the name because they don't pay me any money to say it. So, <laughs> they, Ollie was coming up with some ideas, and that's maybe people at home would like to come up with some ideas as well for these milkshakes. There was all different combinations. Now he's come up with cheese and onion, which I thought would be quite an, an interesting I'm, I'm one. I'm going to tell you now. I had a guy who kept coming up with the worst combinations of milkshakes. Yeah, and I was going to fire him. <laughs> he left. He left. You're not going to fire your brother. Um, <laughs> he's already talking back to me, right? Is he? He's had three shifts now. Oh, what a balance. Yeah. And, he, and, he, and he was late yesterday as well. I couldn't yeah, believe he's it. Late. Unbelievable. No, I've seen the video. We should put that out there for everyone. Mm -hmm. This is ridiculous. Um, and he also came up with beetroot. Um, beetroot just got removed. It was on the menu. It was on there. So How do you mix that? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well. How's that a smoothie, yeah. but a milkshake? Mm. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah. Well, no, actually, was it? I think beetroot. it might have been on the healthy menu, so it would have only been with. Would you put? Look, if you want something healthy, don't go. For a <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't think I ever made one. Ever. What a beet a beetroot one. Yeah, but that's what have you done? Cheese and onion. Yeah. Uh, no, we have chocolate and chili. That's not uh, quite the same. No. I go for that. Well, the cheese and onion. Cheesy. I mean, I'm I, the only way that would like appeal to me is if it would like they got just loads of the crisps and just like. Yeah, shake. that's what I was thinking. Maybe they put a bag of walking <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. cheese and onion crisps. Shake them up. There is pickled onion. <laughs> yeah, yeah pickled, pickled pickled onion crisps. Crisps. No pickled onions. That's less appealing. Oh, yeah, it was like monster one specific. <laughs> I can't say too much because I don't want people to know where I work. But so, you know, unless they pay us, um, 
they're not having any appetizing, I'm afraid. How many people are selling cheese and onion milkshakes, though? <laughs> well, the thing is, if they did, there'd be a lot of people who listen to this and might decide to go there. It's Maybe. Could become quite Just crowds of people. <laughs> yep. We want cheese and onion. Yeah. So, all right. <laughs> Jess, what have you been up to? Working. Okay. <laughs> milkshakes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've been watching a few new like series and things, but yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think about what I watched last. Are you doing the technical stuff tonight or not? I only have one monitor still. Oh my god! When one is here, I don't have a cable for it. Okay, that's fine. Um, that's fine. That's fine. So no trailers tonight, I'm afraid. Um, Ewan, you watched a few movies this week. I, I would have thought. I, I did mainly to because it's the London Film Festival coming up, um, and there's a few directors who I'm, I'm kind of familiar with, but I'm not overly familiar with. So I've been watching a, a few of theirs. Although I did have a, I did also have a, a domestic, uh, not emergency, but an almost emergency if that if that exists. Yeah. Um, I I caused a minor fire. Oh <laughs> Jesus Christ! Which I've never done before. It was quite, it was quite a sort of form. After three bottles of wine. <laughs> well, this was first thing in the morning. So, yeah, it was oh, three bottles of wine. Two now. bottles. No, I'm yeah. not joking. Um, I was having a bagel, right? Um, or about to, or like preparing a bagel. Um, and uh, I realized I didn't have any uh, spreadable butter left. Um which is a, as opposed you know, to non-spreadable butter. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Why, again, it's... non-spreadable is really annoying because you can't it can't spread. It's, it's, that's that's the yeah, dilemma with that. So I had to stuff. I had to get the like the hot <laughs> butter, and I thought, okay, I'll put this in the microwave for a bit, um, so it so it melts down. I've done it before, and it was sort of be fine. So I thought, oh, it'd be convenient to use this empty Lurpak tub and just put the bits of butter in there, and then put it in the microwave. Uh, pretty much, yeah. It was sort of, it was sort of strange because I was like, okay, this is plastic. Plastic will be fine. I didn't realize that the that the packaging, like the Lurpak logo and everything, is made of metal. Yeah. So I put, I put it, I put it in the microwave. Didn't think much about it for like ten seconds. Looked over, flames just like <laughs> reaching up, and I was like, fuck, what's going? <laughs> Actually, my my re- my first reaction wasn't fuck. It was like. Because this was first thing in the morning, and I'm a very lazy person, I just looked at it. It's like, oh, that's a fire. <laughs> Let's do something about that. There's also that sort of state of mind where I was just yeah. like, because I'm because I'm still basically a child, even though I'm 27. I was like, uh, in my head, it means, but oh, uh, maybe the responsible adult. Uh, oh no, I'm the responsible adult in this situation. I have to actually deal with this. And I was like, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's just commented. Good evening, all. Kev, Jess, Ewan, and Rambo First Blood, referring to nice, uh, nice. <laughs> Lawrence, <Isbert> and <laughs> nice. Dana. Um, um, nice. But then, like, yeah, yeah. And then the the flames were happening, and I was like, I, like it, I, like sh- sh- I was like, surely it's too obvious to put water on it, because <laughs> because I think I heard this thing once where I, like if you put like water, it would just like spread. But I think it's I think that's like for bigger like gas or oil fires rather than like you know really small ones. So I thought, oh fuck it, I just put water in. Then water was still out as fire. It was just like, but yeah, it was like for a moment I was just like, oh god, yeah, I just set off a, a small so you fire. You put water in 
side the microwave. Yeah, I had to clean it up and it was all soppy and wet and I had to clean off the burns and stuff. So that was uh, uh, my right first now. fire. First fire. Yeah, yeah, it was all oh, fine. And nice. the, the tub had melted to right, yeah. right to the ground. <laughs> it was just flat. The microwave explodes. I can see why. You wouldn't think there was metal on the wrapper, would you? Yeah, I thought it would be fine. I, I, had, no, I had no anticipation of a fire at all. It just, just happened. Just go, go in with the notion that you want to start the fire. Just like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I want to start fires. <laughs> Larry. So Honestly. Have you, you been fighting your way through the forests of America? Mm. I've started. <laughs> I started. <laughs> I started with the Predator <laughs> and moved on to. Uh, <laughs> um, no, my, I haven't been, you know, haven't really done too much. Um, watched a fair few things. Didn't start any fires. That's good. Um, yeah, no. I, I went to um, Notting Hill Festival. Oh wow! Oh, I saw this Never been there. Yeah. from your your stories. Yeah, good. yeah. It was it looked it was really good. crowded though. It was fucking hectic. Yeah, it was hectic. Very it was good fun, but mm. yeah, it was just hilarious. And we we were on the way in, and we got the bus in, which was a few stops away. And uh, as we were going in, there was just this group of girls. Uh, who not only repeated one line of a song over and over and over and over at the top of their voice on this bus, but then just it, I was nearly cracking up because um, one of the girls turns to her mate and goes like, I've never dropped acid before. When, <laughs> <laughs> when do I do it? And her friend's like, her friend's basically was just there like, basically saying like, don't be a pussy, just do it. And I was <laughs> And I was just on this bus like, fucking hell. God. So that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, 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 weren't, they weren't friends of yours, right? No, no, no. They were just, no, they just, were just, just people. sat on the bus. Just people, yeah. <laughs> well, my son's kind of referred to everyone in life as NPCs. What does that mean? Non-playable characters. Character. So everyone they see... It's an NPC, yeah. That is yeah. worrying. That is a worrying <laughs> thing. To yeah. It's almost like he believes he's part of a simulation. Yeah, I was going to say. I think they do. But then they start acting like him. And then they start walking into walls and stuff and, and doing this weird... <laughs> it's like... Yeah, I, I can't keep up with it all. But like... yeah. To be fair, when he's at work, he seems like an NPC that's malfunctioning. Yeah. And doesn't quite know its purpose. <laughs> isn't that like the plot of isn't that free guy isn't that, that film that ryan reynolds is in mm. the plot of that? i'm saying that great film so funny yeah. so should we talk about this film that sure if we have to, to watch? um who's first watch who we got here on the first watch yeah first watch yeah so it's you and jess as usual first watch freddie's dead um 1991 it's the sixth film in the, in the series uh, 89 minutes long Directed by Rachel Talloy. I think she's a tank girl. Ghost in the Machine. Um, some others. I don't, I don't really know much about it, to be honest. Um, Robert England is Freddy. He, he was in Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one, and the second one, and the third one. All of them. Yeah, yeah I was all just of them, pretty much. So, <laughs> all of them. Except the remake. Was he in that? I don't think he was. No. I don't think he had a... Did he have a guest slot? Sometimes they do that, don't they? Um, uh, Lisa Zane as Maggie Burrows, which was Freddie's. Shall we give spoilers already? 
I mean, yeah. the title Daughter. does anyway. Daughter. <laughs> yeah, and a budget of nine million and a box office of thirty-five million. And what do you think the Rotten Tomato score was on this one? Then it can't be good. I'll be I'll be disappointed well, if it was a if it was a 20, high score. Is it in the twenties? I'd yeah, want it to yeah, be in the twenties. Twenty twenty-seven. I'll go twenty-eight. Twenty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got you got two now. <laughs> two options. Jess was just about to say something. Twenty-four. Yes. Twenty-four oh. <laughs> percent. Is that the <laughs> lowest rated one? Yeah, Jess oh. wins a, a copy of the shit version of The Evil Dead. So well done, Jess. <laughs> send that off to you. Well done. Um, so it's 10 years from now. Uh, Freddy's returned and killed every child and teen in Springwood, which is mental in itself. Um, shit, it's just shit. Yeah, it's Wait, can I just shit. talk about that opening? That opening really confused me. It looked like something out of like, it, what is it that... It, it, a bit like that John Carpenter film that where they're all on the the island. Is it They Live or something? Not They Live. It's um, um oh what was God. That John... oh, Escape from New York. Sorry, Escape yeah, New yeah, York. yeah. It sort of had that feel of like this weird sci-fi dystopia where it's just like, and I assumed actually since there, I, I probably didn't read it properly. I assumed that it was like every teenager in America, and I was like, oh, hang on, so there's only one teenager. And then, and then I was confused because then it turned out there was just one teenager in this one city, and it was just I, I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, this John, film got off to an immediately rocky start for me. Yeah. Why was it filmed weird? Film Why? weird. Well, I, I don't get it. I was going to ask. This is a technical question. You three would probably know. Um, some films just look different. Um, whether it's the lighting, whether it's it just didn't look like the other films. Um, it, it, did, it did have a kind of almost like a music video flair to yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's the lighting and stuff. It just looked different and felt different. Um, probably the care. Up. Yeah, probably the care. Like, probably people just didn't care. Do you think so? <laughs> I thought it looked a bit, a bit cleaner in parts, but it just didn't look like a movie. They probably like, it might be a camera thing. They might yeah. have changed, might have just changed the camera. Might be an updated camera. And um, also, it was it was weird, wasn't it? Because I think the last, I think the last fifteen twenty minutes was shot in three D, or yeah. know, ah, which was a galactically galactically wrong decision. But they were just they were just using the gimmick to try and. But it, it looked. I mean, it, it's hilarious seeing any uh, any sort of. 3D film made from the 80s put onto a like a normal like, sort of a small screen, um, mm. the modern screen because it just it just looks awful and it's just it's like it's like it's a, it's like it almost looks like a normal shot but they'd like draw attention to it through like almost like oh, yeah. perspective. It's like, I, really... that, that's <laughs> that's the thing I was going to say. Glasses? Is it the yeah red, the, uh, red the and old blue? So yeah. I've, I've yeah. got I've got some some here because I've got some film, but the, the big old. You see, you see, oh, that's wow. cool. okay. Big, big old thing. So I've got, I've got some old movies, um, that I like to. But would they, they, they wouldn't work at a cinema, would they? With the modern three, not with modern stuff, but like the old stuff where it was the, the two colours. I think mm. even one of the Jaws is like that, and um, can't remember. There's, there's a few films I've got like that. Even some modern ones actually. There's one called mm. Found Footage 3D. You can get it, you know, 
Found footage 3D. Surely that's like which, an oxymoron. Actually, I've got a sign. <laughs> yeah. I've got who has, has a who takes, who takes film in 3D if it's just I, found? Yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. Although there was see. there was a trend for like six months of people selling like 3D camcorders. I think like around the time that Avatar came out, it was mm. like 3D was like the the big thing, and then they yeah. sell well, like, 3D camcorders. It, well, it's like what the the whole TV thing, isn't it? Because when Avatar came out, everyone was like, oh, and they you know started doing Blu-ray, 3D Blu-ray, yeah. and all that. But you hardly see that anymore. It's classic. Like, I, I liked all that. I like a good 3D film. If, if but it happens. Well. It happens a lot, like through like film history. I think maybe since mm. the 60s, where it's like, oh, popularity of 3D. Oh, it goes off again. Oh, popularity. Oh, it happens like every decade or something. I, I just, I just love though, like how, like especially in this film and other films, like when it's when it's old 3D, and obviously you're watching it and it's not in 3D. But as you said, they they try and do stuff to you know, like put the notion forward. So like you'll have characters that go like whoa yeah exactly yeah, you're yeah. just watching yeah, it like <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb but i mean um some girl wears 3d glasses yeah literally they're freddy seeing yeah. glasses well, that's the that's the that was like an an, an indicator for the audience to put on oh, their 3D for glasses. Fuck's sake. Um, so that's what that was that, yeah. oh, wait, now it's I'm hilarious it's hilarious as well. I, I, I was behind the scenes. I was behind the scene with an interview with the director Rachel Talale, um, who said that I, I, I think to be honest, she's a bit embarrassed by the film. But she, she explicitly said she didn't like the three D element of the film. It was just mm. a thing that the producers wanted. Can you buy that? Um, then? What? Because look, because I don't think I don't think it's. It might well be on my Blu-ray. I'm just looking now. Whether there was a copy of that version, maybe if, maybe if you found an old copy, yeah. Maybe. I think I think they that I I think I saw somewhere that there was when it came out on Laserdisc, it was 3D, like you can watch it in 3D with that as an option. Um, but uh, yeah, it was an awful awful idea because um, it also it also like she explained that um, <laughs> you know spoilers for people, Freddie dies in the end, um, uh, and she said that part of why she couldn't make it as spectacular as it perhaps could have been is because they were compelled to put the 3D element to it, which added a, a, a technological difficulty because they had to align everything according to 3D. So it was difficult. So it's perhaps not as great as it as it was meant to be because they thought this gimmick would, would be great. If I, really I, just, I, feel, I feel the whole film, though, has suffers from that in every angle because, yeah. I mean, going back to like its plot with the other films... Even though they're, um, even though they're some of them aren't as good as you know previous, they still follow this at least continuous storyline of, you know, certain characters, and then you know, in the, in another one, some of them will pop up, maybe they die, but it still follows that same story. Whereas this one just throws it all out the window. Yeah, kind that, of forgets that... forgets about what's kind of come before, and and. The, the, one of the things that I think makes this the worst one is it just repeats tropes that we've seen already. Like it yeah. literally, there are so many different elements that are just um, shoehorned in that are in other yeah. the other films that are better. And there's so many cameos from celebrities and people like Johnny Depp shows up again. Yeah, Johnny Depp shows up. That's the, that's the your, one I actually yeah. like knew at the time. I was like, okay, that's that's Johnny Depp on the TV. Apparently, the the song at the end was provided by Iggy Pop <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. Um, but also, I I, I I I watched the film today. Um, 
Oh, fresh uh, in the mind. Nice. So it's quite fresh in the mind, and it's still, it's still at this point, it's difficult for me to recollect what the plot was. Mm, so, it's just stupid. It's so is, the there plot a, is, is there a plot? So, so yeah. like, so, so there's the last remaining teenager yeah. who survived um, the killings, but he has amnesia, so he he goes off and he goes to this um, sort of what is it like an institution or a refuge for um wayward kid or, or kids have been like traumatized by their parents or, or something like that um and he sort of turns up with this other group which includes the bloke from rat race and road trip yeah, it's a yeah. really young, young version of the guy with the ponytail was a stoner and everything. the ga- the gamer and everything yeah 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 um and you've got uh a, a girl there who's like really kick-ass and she can sort of you know punch people and stuff like that and then you've got a guy who's who's sort of partially deaf um and they're it's funny though because they as far as i remember as far as i remember they don't they they don't get affected by freddy at the start do they or do they i i I don't know and then and then their therapist uh was it molly or something um She's a bit skeptical about the whole dream logic of trying to get in the dreams. That her her sort of um, colleague is into all that dream stuff, so he's a bit more of a reliable person. Um, and then they all so, so then Molly, to, uh, when getting this kid with amnesia in, she decides okay, he has to confront um, his what he doesn't remember by going back to this place. I don't know the scientific basis for this. Um, but then the the three other kids are actually in the back as well. And then they uh, in the back of the van and yeah. they're, they're traveling through. Um, and then they go, they go in the van in a sort of road trip and they start they they stop off at this like weird carnival place. Um it's funny though, because it's sort of because <laughs> like because this is the first um during the behind the scenes, it's the first mention of David Lynch that I've ever heard, which is which is strange considering you know, the series is all about dreams and David Lynch is kind of like pretty much the sort of filmmaker of dreams in some ways. Um, So this is almost like the first film that has like sort of direct influence by Lynch, but it's done in such a sort of, I don't know, it's such a lazy derivative, not even derivative, just awful way where it's just like, it's intriguing at first. So I was, I was sort of mildly entertained by the old bloke in the dodgem who's just like swirling around and it's just like, and they're, they're all like, they, all the ad, they're only adults there and they want that want children. So they're really weird towards the children. Um, and that's, that's a stop off. And then they go off back to Springbrook and the back to Elm street where they encounter Freddie. And then it transpires that Freddie is, is Molly's dad, and then they go into Freddie's background. It's a really, I mean, I'm really surprised because Rachel Talale also said that she uh, built a story outline for this film in order to make sure that she she got the job directing. And I'm just like, how how was this an outline before it was even a script? Because it ju- I, just feels haphazard to me. I I think, if I'm honest, I think what the outline was was it was almost picking parts from the other ones that were well received. Because to mm. me, the whole like, oh, let's go to a whatever it is facility where there's all these kids is just dream warriors. Yeah. Uh, you know, the 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 you know, psychiatrist who's trying to help them and teach them their way is just Nancy. Uh yeah. from from, you know, so I I I I find that the 
again, it's just reused tropes, but the the story that it's trying to tell is is just boring. I mean, so it's 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 opening as well is so confusing. Like you know, it does the typical. He's on a plane. And it's like, yeah. oh, he's, he, you know, gets sucked out, but through the plane, and he's like, oh, it's a dream. And then he's in his house, and it turns out it that's turns a dream. Into the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah, Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, That's amazing. Yeah. That. But I was I, just... how do they come up with that? Jeez. I don't. I just don't. <laughs> think, I just don't think they'd try. I think now it's they just probably Jeez. just, like, just fucking like every every song that they used had something to do with dreams. It's like, oh, is this song got dreams of the lyrics? I'll use that. It's fine. Um, but it's it's funny because I, I I feel like almost like I'm not entirely sure what the tagline for Nightmare on Elm Street is. It's but I feel like it's it, it's almost implied that you know you'll be afraid to go to sleep. I, I I really wanted to fall asleep during this entire <laughs> film. Yeah. It was just, uh, it was uh, it was almost unbearable to the point where I had to sort of shift in my seat and turn my head sideways <laughs> to see if it was more interesting watching it from that angle. It was just, it was well, uh, it was unbearable. Well, <laughs> I mean, it it should it should we should pre- preface as well that when when the film opens, it brings up a quote. And then brings up a quote directly after from Freddie saying, "Welcome to primetime, bitch." Yeah, it's it's, fu- it's funny. Yeah, it, it's funny that because I actually thought, I, I <laughs> it's funny because because I, I actually thought uh, this would like spell out an interesting uh, movie in the sense that you know the, the the last I don't know three films were quotes by famous people or famous academics, or whatever. And we've got we start off with quotes by Friedrich Nietzsche, who's this famous existential nihilist, well not nihilist, but the existential dark philosopher. And then it's sort of it's sort of like superseded by this quote from Freddie. I I I was kind of amused by that. I was like, okay, they're gonna do something they're they're getting away from all the sort of I don't know, the the academic ideas of Freddie and doing something that might be just more fun. Um it's not. Um (laughs) and it's 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 a shame as well because I've been I've been watching like the behind the scenes after every pretty much after every time I watched the film. Um and Rachel Talale was always was always there. She was always like a production assistant or an accountant or or someone who was always working behind the scenes and she was like always being interviewed um, about her time on set. And I always thought of it like a kind of oh this could be a redemption arc. This could be like Oh yeah, the, the last films were, and then then she, then she comes in with all her knowledge about about the films, and then she makes a great film, and it'll be and it'll be amazing. No, um, in fact, it's it's probably probably the worst. Um, I I think it's at least on par with the second one. At least with the second one, there's there's like a certain amount of ambiguity. I like in, the second one. I know in, I've said that before. Sort of, sort of thematically. I still hate the second one, but there are, oh. there are certain things you can look at it. Yeah. You can look you at can... it and, and pick out things that yeah. could be wrong. With this one, there's nothing. No. I mean, and, there's and, literally nothing. <laughs> and, and elements in this story, there are parts where you're kind of, they're like, I, I didn't want to see that. So like, you know, later on, they have it where they show how Freddy was given his powers. And yeah. it's so dumb. He's like uh, in the midst of a fire, <laughs> horrible CGI sperm things just yeah, floating demon in head. His head. Yeah. And they're just, and he's literally the there. Dream like, demons. And he's dream literally demons, there, like, he's there, like, I want the power. And then they're just like, yeah, yeah, give, give it you. Yeah. 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 It was also, it was also interesting because that wasn't the, um, the way it ended, wasn't the original ending. I think the original ending was that the, the dream demons. After they exited, Freddy would go to another um, vessel or another another child 
who's also traumatized by their father and then then and they just sort of go into them and that would perhaps start a new series but they were like no we, we want we want to kill oh, whatever this is <laughs> he, he, they also i think make a mistake as well which is quite glaring um when when freddie's kind of telling his daughter you know the story of what's happened and that you know face to face and confronting he says a line that just doesn't make sense he's like um he goes like oh yeah when when like my my wife found out then i started killing the kids and it's like no you didn't it's like you yeah. you killed those kids and then they killed you for killing the kids yeah, yeah it's because they, they, <laughs> they took away you they took away their kids so they thought they yeah punished other kids it was so oh it was so because it kind of it kind of removes um i mean not not for me i I mean i you know i I can probably watch the first one without without thinking of the sixth one in any case but it sort of removes the the fear factor of Mm freddy which is another thing actually Freddy's not scary in this at all. No, he is a, such a wanker in this yeah. entire. He just you don't, you don't, you don't like him. He's he's like a, almost like a kid. He's you know playing a, a, that video game scene really. Oh, yeah. We're just I sitting with hilarious. the joystick. Power forever. power glove. I, <laughs> I loved it and I hated it. Like, I, 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 I thought it was absolutely hilarious, but he was just kind of like an annoying teenager for the yeah. whole film. Yeah, just... I love it. I love it how when he gets like they they think they've woken him up and like oh they, they go in and try and get him and he's just like going around the house in really weird like directions, like, smacking into the walls, yeah. punching <laughs> them, and I'm just like. <laughs> What's your favourite kill in this sense? The ear one. The ear one. It's the only one that reminds me of like the clever, creative deaths of the franchise, I guess, which has been an element that, at least when you watch them, you might go, "It's the story's not, you know, this one isn't for me, but I liked maybe the creativity of the deaths. Every other death in this film, like, I mean, the one we just explained, it's not, it's just so dumb it's funny but it's like that that ear one is the only one that i go oh but but i have to say that ear one i mean again with all of them i I just feel like there wasn't similar to the second one actually that it's sort of there wasn't enough threat or fear and i feel like with the ear one he was with the scene where freddy's just dropping pins on the floor and (laughs) i'm just like what what the fuck is this making missile sounds and it's like just like yeah doing the chalkboard and everything you wouldn't do that man you won't you wouldn't do that man yeah of course he's gonna do it (laughs) and i also just feel like when he's doing that chalkboard thing I was just like, I know, yeah, I know there are people who hate that sound and are afraid of that sound, but for the rest of us, it's just like he's just he's just doing that, and I'm just like, what is what is I? It, it just none of his none of his deaths or none none of the the or none of his tried deaths were in any way scary in the way that any of the other films were. Also, he was just weak in this one, I think. Just like uh, you, you could just like punch him in, and he'd, he'd be knocked down. Yeah. And I and I think that that, that almost that's almost deliberate because they want to try and they they want Freddy to die, and so they want to make an excuse for him to be weak in some well, way. Well, Why I was going to want to kill him off. I wonder. Well, because they don't want to make any more movies because it's too expensive. <laughs> well, but it's but it's also like the I think a problem with this film as well is that for every bit of tension that you could go like, all right cool like there, there's a specifically there's a bit where 
Freddy like controls all of like that wipes everybody's mind so that they don't remember the kids or anything. And then this character <laughs> is talking to the the main character, and she's like, "It's like, how do you remember?" And it's just like, I could control my dreams. It's just like, oh, piss off. It's just like everything has like a quick answer to it that is just feels like it's not thought through. Like, oh, yeah, we've got a a scene here uh, where this has to happen. It's like, oh, yeah, fuck it. (laughs) We'll just put this in. It it is a bit like that thing. I mean, I'm sure... um... Laren, just you can sort of relate to it where it's just like when you're when you're writing something like a script or whatever and you that there's there's like a piece missing between like two moments or two scenes and you need to you need to you need to fill that gap with something that that works and often that's the hardest yeah. part of writing mm. and with this it's, it's happening all over the place where they're just filling in gaps with rubbish <laughs> and it's just, yeah <laughs> and it's just um and interestingly um there were i think there were two scripts that were written for this entry. Um, the first one was done by, I think his name is Michael DeLuca. Um, but the other one, which was considered, was written by Peter Jackson um, because wow. he was, um, yeah. I think, hot off like um, brain dead and, and and stuff like that. Um, and I think it was, I think it was his one was called like it was called Dream Lover or the Dream Lover. Oh in, which, um, <laughs> in which, in uh, which, I think, I think it was a bit. I, I actually think some of the ideas. I haven't seen um, Wes Craven's New Nightmare, but I think some of the ideas went into that. Where, or, or from, from what I read, anyway, it was that there. I think um, kids deliberately take sleeping pills in order to battle Freddy in their dreams, um, which isn't a much, which isn't a much better premise than what we were given. But it's kind of, I, I would be intrigued to see what Peter Jackson would have done with it. Um, well, it would have um, been better. It would have been better than what we got. Like, yeah, probably, I just, yeah. I just think this is, uh, it, it's a shame because this one and then the next one are so baffling to me. Like, especially the next one. Like, I, I, I can oh, kind of get it with this one. It. I can kind of get with this one. Them sitting down and. And being like, you know, let's just throw everything at the wall. And it, obviously, a lot of it does not stick. A lot of it, if not all of it. But yeah, like, I don't know. Just feel like they really lost their way. They really lost their way with this franchise. Well, we're half hour in, 35 minutes in. And I want to hear Jess's thoughts on this, really. Um, I loved it. <laughs> Did, did you watch it today, or you, uh, did you give yourself yeah, a bit more time? Yeah, I watched it today. Okay. Yeah, I watched it this morning. Um, it was alright. I thought the the kill scene with the ear was kind of well, not I the it was funny. kill scene, but a yeah. bit before where he's shoving the cotton bud in his ear. That was Ooh. gross. Um, Freddy's death, though. What? Like his head <laughs> explodes, and then his, it appears, and then it explodes like two more times, yeah. and then you've got a little. Yeah, I the little demon things. That. Yeah, and then I was so confused because obviously the 3D glasses just appeared on her face. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. smiling about it. And I was yeah. like, what was that? Where did that come from? Um, yeah, and then the Wizard of Oz opening. I quite like that opening. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I thought um, it was quite but funny, but it, it got worse. Really... It got it got worse. It's funny you say yeah. it's, funny, it's funny you say about the, the humor as well because actually my um my dad um he he, he might be listening I don't know um but Hi, he, he, yeah he often because he he's a fan of 
horror movies, especially the sort of Nightmare on Elm Street series. And he kept on, he's like cited me for, he cited to me for years um, the line that Freddie says as he's about to die, which is a sort of like shrug and saying, kids and then he and then he dies yeah, yeah. um and he, and he and he says he really likes that he said it's like his favorite scene in the in, in the whole thing and so i was like i was always waiting for this scene to happen and when it did i was just like oh okay yeah. <laughs> no offense that I, was, that, I, was, I, I actually it is quite funny that um him acting like a dad all of a sudden yeah that's what, but it, like, what it was and it's uh... but it's it, i just find as well like the whole ending they're like you know they they go and do what they did in the first one basically they're like oh we have to pull freddy out you know he pulls yeah. the bit of his thing and i'm like okay that well that worked it. didn't it before yeah but then that's this is where i have an issue with what they've done with the franchise after because in that first one it's very much as we discussed when when we did the first one it's kind of like ambiguous of like oh you know is she dreaming is it you know what's what's happening here and, and as we said i love it how it just hand comes through and pulls the mum through like the the yeah. little door and it just ends and you're just like oh whereas this i just find that like you say i, I uh, said earlier i just think that they sat there and went we need to fucking just end this now don't we it's just like yeah we'll just repeat the same thing we'll shove a uh we'll we'll go to the the sanctuary thing whatever it is where the kids are get all these weapons like there's baseball bats with nails in them and yeah. stuff there's there's a bomb <laughs> and it's just like you know and then he gets pulled through and 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 dies and i'm just yeah. like you know i don't know i think they just got lazy i just think that they didn't care at this point just like end it yeah, yeah. i think also it's sort of almost unsustainable because there was so i th I, th I think people were getting bored of freddy as well because i remember at this point like there was like merchandise for Freddy. There were video games. I think there was even a, a TV series. Um, yeah, there is. And it's actually, um, it's better than what this. this film really? Was. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, yeah I, definitely. I but I think I think there was a point where people were just just not interested in Freddy anymore. And I, and I think also the sl the slasher movie was going out of style. So I think you know part of the reason why people weren't interested anymore was because people just weren't interested in the genre. I mean, the films were got got gradually worse as well as well but it was sort of i think people just weren't interested so i think they were thinking since like each film costs more to make than the last one they thought okay since the box office going down we might as well just 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 end it here and then um yeah. whatever yeah so, so we rate this yeah and move on <laughs> come on jess a four yeah i, I i'm gonna agree so oh, i'm gonna say a four um, and it'd probably be lower if it weren't for Freddie being in it, to be honest. Um, he he was okay. He was okay. I didn't look. He looked very shiny, and maybe it's the way it was maybe it was the way it was filmed, but it didn't quite look like Freddie with the other ones. So you? Mm. Oh, I'm struggling with this uh, as well. I'm gonna give it. <sighs> Uh, it's between one and two. Oh, okay. I, well, you can I give think, it a semi, though, if you want I, one. I, 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 I think I'm going to give it two because at okay. least things were 
shot adequately and it was you know, like technically it was all adequate if it, if there was anything technically inadequate about this film then i probably would give it a one but since there isn't i'd probably give it two True. i think it's the worst in the franchise that i've seen um i was just bored intensely throughout um there was nothing really behind behind the text really no. um there was stuff about you know trauma i guess domestic abuse but even that was sort of like half-assed i think it was just something to get through to get get to the end sort of thing um and and freddie was terrible and that's another that's another sin you, you can't make a iconic character terrible um and it's hard to do that as well when you've got robert england who's who's great he's a great actor i'm, I'm and he's surprised great. he agreed to do it unless he's, <laughs> unless he's had skin it's know. probably you know yeah he's probably doing it for the money and you know i suppose also it's hard to say goodbye to a character you played for several years mm. um and that's brought joy in a weird way to, to horror fans um but yeah i thought i thought this was a two, awful two, move. two bonus oh, wow. um i'd go with three three yeah because um well yeah with the with the next entry obviously it's lower in my opinion and then there's another (laughs) there's another one that's even lower than that so yeah i'd I'd, I'd give it rotten on the next one so three so we're looking at three aren't we in total which isn't great i just hope one day they i would like to see this character done again i think he's got more stories to tell personally I definitely would watch him more if, if they could come up with the right actor or the right stories. It would mm. be amazing. I'd, I'd accept yeah. like one more with Robert and yeah. it, um, to round it off and maybe like, you know, but that's the problem, isn't it? Like you have to really sit there and think what's a good story. Cause I don't think people, I mean, yeah, people would go if Robert England's definitely back in it. I mean, I know I would, but I don't. I don't know. I think audiences are less. Audiences are less forgiving now that they won't just sit through a shit story like this one and then yeah, just well, definitely. The definitely. So, um, yeah, just watch Sharknados and things now, don't we? <laughs> Ten of them. Um, okay. So we're going on, going on three. So, guys, I hope you watch Dan's hot pick. Hmm. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh no! I clicked the wrong button. Okay, dance hot pics. Here we go. <laughs> Dan picked a good one this week because I know he's been very busy traveling Europe and and other foreign places. Um, you know we're so, in Europe, don't you? No. no. <laughs> Are we? Well, we're not, we're not yeah. in the EU, but we're in the continent. I know, I know we're, we're in the continent. <laughs> I'm not that thick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, it's part of my trait. Just patronising in general is my... So, <laughs> that's why only hot people watch my hot pick, and he's right. That's why probably tonight I'm the only one who's watched it. Um, he's also put on a new upcoming Hellraiser. Are we excited? I was excited, Dan, until I found that Pinhead was a woman. In the book, though. In the book. She is. Pin- yes. It, it, yes, it is. But is it Pinhead, though? Is it it's someone else? Sort of like, I, I, no, I believe it's Pinhead. I, I want to say I want to say it's, it's not. It's not. I've read it in 
fucking ages, but probably someone's going to correct me on this. But if I'm if my memory's serving me, it's alluded to of both. Like, it's. I think it's. I think. <laughs> Dan's just written, I stand for women. Brilliant. Well done, Dan. He does, Dan. Dan, Dan loves women. No, well, physically. Um, he does loves he physically stand. Oh. <laughs> and he's, and he's just, he's, oh, I stand up for women now. What, what, what when they come in a room or what? When he's in a car, just so. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame you, Dan. You're a real gent. <laughs> Dan is a real gent. So, I is there? A, I don't think there's a trailer for that Hellraiser. I've seen some images, mm. um, but is, is it something like Hulu? Or, or it doesn't look like a massive amount has been spent on it. No. So no. that worries me. After the last load of shit we had, the last at least four movies. Well, um, Clive, Clive, if if. Again, you'd have to look it up, but I, I believe Clive Barker read the script for this one and was like, "No, no." <laughs> so my 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 worry is like when you've got the person who, you know, is it, it, so involved in it to read the script again. You'd have have to look it up, but I believe he read it and was like, "No," because they they also asked. Um, the original pinhead to come back and he yeah. and he and he is open to doing one but he said no as well like he said well, I'm that, that back script this one i, okay. I want to say it was that script but he he said he's open to coming back but he, i think he's waiting again for a good story so it just worries me because the last hellraiser they released i got really excited for that thinking oh you know we're returning to that world again and watched it and it was a it was just a was load horseshit. of bullshit yeah proper horseshit so they're not that good after two, to be honest. They're all a bit crap. Yeah, I know it's going to be terrible. I just know. I, I thought kind of there was a, a licensing issue, and, and someone got the rights to it, and they were actually going to do something really good with it. And obviously, they're not. They're just going to fuck it up even more. So anyway, let, let's move on to Housebound. So it was a New Zealand film for 2014. Um, it was a it's a horror comedy. And uh, so a young woman is forced to return to her childhood home after being placed under house arrest, where she suspects that something evil may be lurking. Now, this woman, she is the most miserable, unlikable character you could ever have. She She's probably, she looks like she's about 30, um, but she's a bit of a criminal. She gets caught kind of robbing a kind of cash machine, bank machine. I think they get the money out and, and they get caught and then she all the, all so, the hostages stand up. No, not not like that. <laughs> like like do you know a, a cash machine like in a wall? Whether she I can't remember right. what whether she was breaking into it. And, I think she used dynamite or something along those lines. Which yeah. Anyway, her, her friend stitches her up, drives off without her. I think and she gets arrested. And instead of them putting her in prison. They do something much worse and send her to live with her parents for eight months. Or her mum anyway. Um, and when she says so she's under lockdown, she's, she can't go outside of the house or a little ankle bracelet thing would go off and a police to be called. And all this weird goings on is, is, is happening and she thinks it's her neighbour. isn't. Um, and uh, Larry's just gone. 
he was back. still for a bit. He was still for a bit there. Shall I let him back in or shall I let him just sit <laughs> Let him yeah. rot. Uh, there he is. <laughs> so, is. yeah, hello. Um, so she thinks it's her neighbour her neighbor, and there's something weird going on in the house and, and, and things. And I don't want to give things away, but if you've seen the boy, um, you'll know what's going on. Um, oh, I really like it. It's 96, 98% Rotten Tomatoes. And if you haven't seen it, you guys need to see it it is very, very funny as well. The, the mum is just Ama Diwieta, I think her name is. Um, she's just hilarious, the whole the whole thing. Um, and it's definitely, definitely worth watching. One, I think we should visit all four of us at some point. So I think I found it. I think I might watch it on Tubi, actually, but I'm sure it's on Prime or something like that. You, you'll be able to watch it quite easily. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a horror comedy and definitely worth watching. I don't know what you thought about it, Dan, um, how many bonus you'd give that, but I'll, I'm, I'm looking at eight, really. It's very, very good. And I have seen it. I don't own it, but I have seen it at least three or four times now in the last few years. It's one of them films you can actually just put on at any time and go, yeah, I'll watch that. I'm the same with I Am Legend and silly films like that. I can just stick them on and watch it time and time again. But it's a, it's a great film. All right. Hopefully Dan will come up with a uh, new pick, hot pick for next week. So let's move on to what we've been watching this last week or two. What have you been watching? No, seriously. What have you been watching? Right. I'm going to start. No horror films. I think I did watch a horror film, but I've forgotten what it was. So I bought a six pack of iTunes for £30 and it was all the Middle Earth extended nice. movies. And I thought for five or each, they're four hours long, most of these, aren't they? Um, definitely worth a watch. So I've been, me and Ollie, because my, my, my oldest son, he hasn't watched any of them. So we're watching The Fellowship of the Ring, which nice. is just That's it's amazing. It's, it's, it's amazing. There are some crappy scenes, sci-fi, um, special effects at times. I look a little bit aged now. A little yeah, bit. Maybe, maybe some battle scenes. Maybe about battle scenes are a bit. Are a bit yeah, maybe. Um, I, I was talking about the ones where they're kind of they're in. Is it the cave where the dwarfs had lived and they all been murdered, and then they're getting chased out of there by some weird fucking monster, and, and they're jumping down some cliff kind of things, and some mm. of that's a little bit off, but not. Yeah, it's not. Not pretty... massively, and it's, that's me being really picky there. Mm. Um, because I don't think I noticed that at the time at all. Like that didn't look oh, great. No, no. Yeah. Um, but it is. It's just it's in the amount of famous people. And I've met a couple of people now. I've met the king, um, and I've met the dwarf guy. Like, what's his oh. name? I've met him, and I've met the, the actual king because they lived in the same kind of villages that we do when when I was in Norfolk. So I've met met them a few times. There's two or three of them from that film live around that area. Right. Um, yeah, definitely the king. When you so, say when you say the king, do you mean like Aragorn, the human king? Um, he's <laughs> dark, he's dark head, not not Aragorn. No, he was nice. of the original. I'll, I'll grab his name for you, but um, I, I've definitely uh, oh, got... oh, um, not Bernard Hill, yes, yeah, Bernard Hill, yeah, who yeah I've there. met him a couple of times, and I met the dwarf bloke who isn't yeah. a dwarf, John, John Reese Davis, yeah, he's not a dwarf. 
to be honest. Well, you're not actually a dwarf, no. no I was shocked. I actually, you're a dwarf. I told yeah, him. He... I saw you on telly, and you look like a dwarf. Well, I think he's the tall. Yeah, I think he's the tallest member of the. Yeah, the tallest actor in the in the fellowship. So just he was just trying to trick me, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. And it, it, it's my my son's loving it. So that that's great. If you can actually connect, and he's like, Dad, because we haven't. I didn't sit there and watch it for, for four hours because we don't have time to do that. But you know, watch it an hour or so at uh, pop. And he, he's actually asking me to watch it with him, which is great. That don't happen very often. So. Uh, yeah, good. So that is what I've watched this week. There's one more thing I'm going to talk about in a bit. I got sent a screener. Um, oh, yeah, I yeah. doubt you guys have watched it, have you? Not I yet, think, no. I think you should. It's only 17 minutes. Okay. So, all right. So it's, it's definitely worth a watch, and it's British, and it's well acted, and it's interesting. Um, and it was cool. It was called Everyone Forgot. I was going to mention this to her because the lady, the main actress has uh, like emailed me and offered us a screener, but I said I'd tag her in and, and things because I think you guys would love it. So nice. maybe next week if you can. It's seventeen minutes. It won't take it won't take a massive amount of time. Yeah, and that is all I've watched because I've been so busy. I'm sure there's some other horror films I've been watching, but I, I just can't remember. <laughs> And I've got and I've got sunstroke, so it's 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 hard. I'll uh, I'll 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 go next because I have a feeling that some of these are going to um, pop up that everyone's been watching probably. Um, what's Dan been finding it funny? Uh, probably that movie Dan's Hot Pick, I reckon. Hmm. Did you know um, you found? Were you thinking it was a serious film, Dan? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Go, Larry. He's frozen. He's frozen. He was just about to go on a whole spiel. He probably still is not. at the moment. He probably still is. <laughs> well, maybe he's just... He's, that's, uh, that's him bearing. Uh, oh, no. Well, man. Uh, Wait. Oh. Hang on. Come you on, Larry. You can do this. <laughs> you can do this. <laughs> Come on, Larry. <laughs> oh, oh. Dear. oh, I see you, Jess. There we go. There we go. Back in the room. Wow. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hi. Um, um, yeah. So I watched the new Lord of the Rings, uh, the ring, the Lord of the Rings, Rings of that Power. That moved on nicely from my pick. Mm. I'm starting. Um, first two episodes. First two episodes. Really good. Yeah. I actually didn't have a lot of faith in it when I saw the trailers. I was very much kind of like. Oh, I remember this. This doesn't look too good, but I actually really enjoyed the first two episodes. I thought that it it shocked me in a way. It very I'm, much so. I, I'm so I'm so glad you enjoy it because I, yeah. I I'm because I because I, I watched the first two episodes in a while and I was I was kind of blown away by by what I saw. I'm yeah, so, watch after this. Is there rings in it? Uh, not really, but no. there will be. I expect. They're, well, they're well, setting it up. They're setting it up, aren't they? Like they've already alluded. They're they kind of bit before they get the rings and why they yeah. get the rings. Yeah, the, ring, the seen, rings haven't I, been made yet. But I've seen so much like almost needless abuse about it on like social media platforms, like like Twitter and stuff. Um, they've even Amazon, perhaps wisely, which is strange for me to say as a critic, but I, they've wisely de deactivated user reviews for. 
um, this series, which I think is actually a wise thing to do because especially with all the backlash about um, casting black black actors in, in the roles as well. Um, and when I say backlash, I mean backlash from twats. But <laughs> but it's... Um, Thank you, it's, Dan. Uh, yeah, Dan just said he's got the best beard. Lara, he de- definitely does, does have the best beard. Um, but I, I, th- I thought it was great. Yeah, no, it's um, it, it was it was it was really good. Um, because I think I think the I will say I think the trailers didn't do a great job of. I think it it showed off like what it was going to obviously be about. But I actually just found that I was watching the first one, the first episode, and reluctantly it. I'm obviously no spoilers, but it opens up on a scene that kind of sets some things up and then continues. But after watching that scene, I was a bit hesitant of like, oh God, here we go. This is going to, we're going to go on a tangent here, aren't we? But it actually surprisingly really, um, really, uh, you know, pulled it out of the bag. I think I'm just excited to see where it's going to go. Cause they've set a lot of things up where I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see if they, I, I, I just love that this is like, these will be my Fridays now for, for, for a few weeks. Mm. So it's like, I just, I just love, ret- sorry, I, I'm moving it on to me. No, 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 no. I've just, I, I just, I just can't, I just, I just love returning to that world. Um, Cause I, I'm a massive Lord of the Rings, but I mean, they're one of my favorite movies <sighs> and I was a really, I was a really into Tolkien when I was like uh, a teenager, and so I've got this sort of history in my head. You, you know that thing where, like, I used to go on like the Lord of the Rings Wikipedia page yeah, yeah. and just like research all the history, watch, watch, <laughs> just... watch, watch videos on them as well. Like, yeah, just, you know. yeah exactly. Yeah, so I just I, I I love that I've already got a relationship with this history in some ways, and I think they've they've done a superb job just in terms of like the spectacle of it. Because mm. I think if you're gonna do a fantasy, you need to blow so much money on it, and this is pro. I, th- I think it's reported this being the most one, expensive one tv show ever ever produced i think um, it's like a billion which is the same budget as terrify too so like <laughs> so dan's just said everyone as everyone thrashed hellraiser terrified terrified too so terrified too i cannot wait to see i cannot wait and we will review it this podcast we're all have to watch it um i love the trailer have you seen it yeah Saw the trailer. Yeah, you 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 were excited by that, Larry. I can see that. <laughs> um, no, I'm I'm intrigued. I am intrigued. I don't think it's like I actually don't think it's one of, you know, you get a lot of B movies that really try and take it in their stride, where people just kind of go f- like like hype it up too much. But I actually think Terrifier is um, it's, it's not it's not too bad. I think I think there's one scene in the first one with, with the saw that kind of that's what always strikes me when I think of Terrifier. Yeah, and we're a podcast that doesn't like vaginas in movies as well. So no, like... no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm British. <I'm British. laughs> Let's not claim that for ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so who's Irish plays? Who, who, hello, hello, Irish plays. You, you really want to say hello, but hi, how are you hello. doing? You're right. Nice to see you in the group chat. Lots of love hearts come like there's love hearts and love hearts. I'm not sure where you are, but great to have you here. Thank you. Um, nice. Maybe you can tell us what you think of Terrified too, or the trailer anyway. Um, so, what else did I watch? Uh, oh yeah, I watched um, Game of Thrones. Uh, no, I don't want any House... spoilers. Oh, House of the Dragon. No, yeah. no, no, no. Um, it's all right. I think it's good. 
Yeah. That's, uh, no, that I is agree. literally because <laughs> it was odd because when House House of the Dragon came out, I was very much like, oh, I know Lord of the Rings is coming out. And I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. And yeah, for me, I mean, same as you and, and, and probably and others, but just I'm a huge, huge Lord of the Rings fan. So it might be a bit biased, but I don't know. I just prefer the way that the Lord of the Rings is kind of going and what it's doing. Um, not to say that House of the Dragon is is bad. I just I just think that it's um, dare I say a bit predictable, but yeah. good. Um, and then yeah, watched everything everywhere all at once again because that's now on Prime. Is it? Um, yeah, yeah. I didn't see um, that because you, you said about that being it's fantastic. It's been voted. Yeah. I, I've, uh, loads of people like who follow the company a24 have voted it the best a24, like A24. Film. Yeah. it's certainly yeah. the highest highest grossing A24. it's not yeah. horror though is it no no it's sci- more sci-fi sci-fi okay. comedy yeah um and then yeah i watched nope three mm. times that's amazing three times. How? have you bought that then <laughs> <laughs> what's that well, you've been to the cinema cinemas. three times you must yeah. have been yeah on your own I went with the lady for each time. We're seeing it again. <laughs> um, no, I said so. I saw it once on my own, once with my dad, and once with Rhea. Um, I, yeah, I loved it. I, I love it. I I think it's it's great. I think it's great. I don't want to. Jess, have you seen it yet? Oh, okay, I, I won't say spoilers then. Just in just in case, obviously. But I I liked its twist um i, I thought i thought i i loved the whole bits with gordy um i really liked how that played into the plot um i did see like one review which i can understand because like i can get it like obviously different films and different you know series and stuff people are always going to have a different opinion like people you know i really like the amazon lord of the rings but i know i've read some reviews that are like this is horseshit they've ruined lord of the rings or that, was my, that was um, my review <laughs> but horseshit. I, I i read a review for nope after the first time i saw it because i was just interested to see because i knew a lot of some people didn't like it so i was interested just to see but it was odd because the one there was some reviews I read and they were just it, it stemmed from like a I didn't get it so it's shit like oh, I didn't I didn't get what this meant it's shit uh, there was a really bad review that um, talked about how there weren't enough white people in it which I was a bit like <laughs> I was like what yeah, the yeah what the not fuck? enough there are not enough films with yeah white that's, people in them. <laughs> but that, that, that's 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 my issue with like some of the reviews I was reading there was like maybe a couple I read that were like oh fair enough that's just a fair point like you know they didn't enjoy it. they thought it was a bit slow at places mm. um but yeah no I, I I really enjoyed it I thought it was very well made I also think the cinematography for the night shots is just great like I, I'd love to know how they managed to get such like that imagery of like a night blue the the night blue sky you know like with the moon yeah. and everything my favorite bit was of that film other than the monkey yeah like, the no but was the aliens mm. that weren't aliens yeah but weren't you but okay i love that i love that can i ask a question tonight? i'm just trying i'm just trying yeah yeah i'm just because, uh, because, <laughs> i mean if, if people haven't listened before i was very ambivalent about nope i didn't i didn't dislike it I, no I, no I, does my I review but yeah. i i just thought like a bit, bit i've only seen it once um but 
did those see that I, 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 I was speaking code because I, 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 you know, because of yeah. Jess, but I, um, that's what I was the laughing scene, at. The ago. scene with the, with the aliens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was it as effective the second and third time? Um, I, I found that the first time it was effective and, you know, like it was like a surprise because I didn't genuinely know. Mm. Um, the second time, I tried to look out for stuff to mm. support that. And then the third time um, uh, was very much just an enjoyment. I mean, I think Rhea, Rhea summed up probably the same way that you are, you. And she was like, it, it was all right. She was like, it was okay. Like, it wasn't bad. It was good, but just not nowhere near as good as I was saying. Yeah. Because <laughs> also, because also, it's I, 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 mean, it. I mean, I mean, similarly to. Um... Uh, again for n- newer listeners of this podcast uh lawrence and i have an ongoing feud about how good tenant is the christmas <laughs> film it's the best um, film I, of the world <laughs> which i which i rate as three stars as well i think it's great but i've got no fucking stars. idea what's going uh, on um, at all. but i think I, th- I think the interesting thing is that what they both share is that obviously the director in charge is a is a genius of, of some kind it's mm. just I, I just don't think it's there best works sort of thing i know i know i know in some ways i know they're capable of, of better in, in some ways um but i but I, I do love nope's ambition it's just i don't think it well there's there's stuff that i'd love obviously don't want to ruin it for jess mm. so i won't i'll do it like on, a, on another one but there there was just loads of really interesting callbacks and 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 um easter eggs to other um real life events of of aliens and ufos mm. i mean the ranch is based off of that very famous uh, the ranch is based off of that very infamous ranch where loads of ufo sightings are um mm. i'll try and speak in code with this like but you know the you know the ending mm. based obviously no, with no yeah <laughs> um but like obviously with roswell uh and and hearkening to that so yeah it was was good it was good and with tenant it's fantastic fantastic, all right okay i'll do i'll do a whole (laughs) i'll do a uh i'll do a whole mini episode just we will never do that on here it wouldn't it also would be wouldn't be mini three hours long three hours (laughs) my my intensive tenant watch (laughs) sit down and come along I had never heard of it before, and I still have absolutely no idea what it is. <laughs> it's Christopher oh, really? Nolan's latest. You should, you should, you should, you should, you should genuinely give it a watch and just see what you think. Yeah, give well, it, 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 it is. It is. It is. What's going on? You explain okay. it to me. Uh, maybe watch for the subtitles because the sound design and dialogue is. Yeah, no, that, that's that is something <laughs> I will agree with. The sound design is oddly, just in certain parts. Like, and again, it's not the fact of because of the budget. It's not the fact of like, oh, they've got a dodgy recorder. It's just decisions that are made. Yeah. Like, oh, wear this mask. Okay, now say key dialogue, but be far away and make it muffled. <laughs> and it's just yeah, like, yeah. and the only reason why I've, I, you know, because I've watched it many a time. Um, but yeah, one of the times I did actually have the subtitles on. I thought I watched it. I, I, the second time I watched it was with my parents. My parents couldn't understand the words, so they had to put the subtitles on. So it's just like, yeah, it's it's it's. I I think I think rounding it off so that i don't take too much time but like i just think with that film it's i think we've discussed this before me and you in any way but i think it's very much a Carry what on. is this 
Carry on, mate. What is this? It's it's our theme tune. God, I thought that was like I thought it was my computer just skitting out. I was like, fucking hell. Oh, it was in my head. And like you guys would be like, what? There's no music. Just like <laughs> StreamYard has added some very uh well when when you're on a rant, I could just put some Oh put put like put put dramatic music. Put dramatic music. Have you got dramatic? I don't know if I have. No, these are too soothing. Ambient. Welcome back to Tenant Watch. <laughs> I'm your host. It's like lift music. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do it. No, no. I'm trying. It. I, Come on. It's just odd music. Um. <laughs> um. Okay. What was I saying? Uh, Tenant. Yeah. It's uh. It's more of a film that's like an event. I think that if you're gonna watch it. You should prepare yourself and sit down for not necessarily an easy watch, but a watch nonetheless that'll keep you on your toes and make you think all about Fast. what you're watching. <laughs> like a really sort of film-centered <laughs> ASMR, just sort of. <laughs> <laughs> just always, just a, we should add a new segment in Tenant Watch. Yeah, yeah. We Welcome back to Tenant we, Watch. We want Tenant. <laughs> oh, that's but yeah, that's all. That's done. Yes. Always. <laughs> Need dramatic music. Yeah, when it's exactly. when it's a big rant, I want the suspense. Rant, like music. Yeah, yeah, like when it's like something that like if it was Jurassic World, there should have been like that should have been really I intense. I still haven't seen it. Just oh god, I'd love to hear it. Amazing, Jess. Fucking... I love dinosaurs. I'm gonna it's give it a ten out of ten just because there's dinosaurs like in it. There's hardly any fucking dinosaurs in it. That's the problem. <laughs> but, Maybe a nine. There's, there's literally just mis- like what are they called? The bugs. Locusts. Ooh, locusts. locusts. In a film about dinosaurs. If they'd had dinosaurs in Tenet, they'd been a lot more interesting. Yeah. Yeah, just a T-Rex <laughs> going backwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you and what have you watching? We are now at the un- hour ten mark. Right. Yeah, so um, last night I went to a preview at the BFI South Bank of um, Bodies, 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 which is a new A24 film. Um, oh, wow. Starring... Is, it, is it good? I thought it was pretty good, actually. You said um, it was brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. If I, I said remember. it was brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And I, 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 I I'll really see what you've done there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I came out of cinema really, really enjoying it. Um, it's basically about... Um, uh, this group of sort of Gen Z twenty somethings who gather in this really nice house to sort of weigh out. There's there's a hurricane that's approaching, so they decide to have a party at this house um, and stay inside. And um, one of the sort of party games that um, is called Bodies, 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 in which one person is a murderer and one person is the victim, and um, uh, it sort of carries on from there. But I, I, but I think that what the film is really about is about the relationships between these different people um it's sort of like it's there's so much repression and so much of these people are sort of holding on to feelings which they've which i've they've never really expressed properly um and it mainly centers on um i can't remember their names but it's, it's a couple who who arrive um uh the one of the women is actually uh, played by um maria baklova who was um in the second Borat movie, yeah, um, that was. Girl, right? I, th- I think she was nominated for an Oscar for that. Um, she's very good in that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I- interestingly, she's quite. She plays quite a sort of kind of an introverted character here. She's sort of um, 
she's clearly a kind whereas everyone else is quite rich and quite sort of american um she's um quite working class and quite sort of um i think second generation um from someone from europe so she clearly feels slightly alienated compared to everyone else um but i i thought it was a yeah i thought it was a brilliant i'm not sure if it would it would sustain i'm not sure if a second watch would be as effective because you know exactly what happens but i mean it's so funny and that's kind of rare because it because it is ostensibly a horror film because the Bodies, bodies, bodies. Game turns like real, essentially, when actual bodies start to turn up, and they—it's basically a whodunit situation where they're all trying to figure out who's the murderer, and in in real life, and it it, it ends up that these like anxieties about um, they have about each other sort of come to the surface, and it's a real—it reminded me a bit. Um, uh, I saw a film earlier in the year called All My Friends Hate Me, which is a bit more focused on um, social anxiety in a way. And it reminded me a bit of that where you just, it's almost like um, getting loads of like um, uh, sort of insecure characters together and just shaking them like ants in a jar, you know. Um, and and Pete Davidson, it, it, it's a bit of a cameo, his role, but he's so funny. He's such a funny actor. I mean, he's always on like SNL and stuff, but he's also very good in um, The King of Staten Island, the Judd Apatow movie. Um, but he's really good as a kind of like really sort of um, white pretend liberal who sort of um, uh, who's who sort of pretend pretends he's all liberal but he's actually really like emasculated and he's sort of set up against this um other guy who's about who's about who's about 40 but he was like apparently in the military and he's really strong and he does all these like masculine things he's like oh i, I could do that i could do that <laughs> and he's, he's so funny and that's what's interesting is that a lot of horrors aren't all that funny but this one's just hilarious like throughout and it's interesting because i i do wonder how um uh what a lot of um, Zoomers will make of this film. Because I think um, in a lot of ways, it takes the piss out of um, that sort of culture in some ways. Um, but I think if you sort of look deeper, it, it, it mainly takes the piss out of how, I mean, I'll say this for myself as well, as a sort of like millennial on the threshold of Zoomer. It's kind of um, it's kind of how a lot of people use politics to hide their own emotional um, situation so they often say like buzzwords like toxic and ally and stuff like that words which are valid but sometimes people overuse them to the point where it's just it's just meaningless sometimes is zuma um, is zuma the after gen z a gen, gen z, z. Oh, yeah so right. after millennials so the generation after millennials um i think i Whoa. think the threshold is 96 97 um I like to refer to myself as a zillennial um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Millennial. Yep. Um, yeah, well, well I, I've been I've call myself because I'm I was born in '95, so I'm I think I'm technically a millennial, but I'm on the I'm on the cusp. Um, I think I'm de definitely a millennial. Can, millennial. We, can I ask you something? Just that we're, we're talking about. I, I met with Jess the other day um, last week, so mm -hmm. I went to a music festival, didn't I? But like, mm -hmm. I, I met up with you, and it was Pride Day. Mm -hmm. So there's obviously lots of rainbows and things. I have to tread carefully what I say here. Um, but Jess was saying there was lots of people meeting up and, and, and celebrating you know, pride. Um, but when, when I arrived, there was a guy just stood down the road and he, he was wearing a little pink top and a pair of shorts with mm. one of his bollocks hanging out. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> So I don't I didn't think 
<laughs> did he know? Did he know that? Well, he knew, was. right? And my kids were there, and I didn't like it one bit. And uh-huh. he was like welcoming people into this pride thing. And the police were there, and they weren't doing a thing. I, I just thought it was all quite odd. Now, if I was to stand in a pair of shorts, being a straight man, with one of my bollocks hanging out, <laughs> I, I expect I would get in trouble for it. Would I? I think. And I don't. I don't. I, it was just seemed a bit odd, and, and I wanted to know. Kind of when you say when you what? say the bollocks, what, what one that? of his balls. You know, have you yeah. seen Bad Grandpa? The old Johnny. Yeah, Knox, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, it was like that. So literally just hanging out. And it wasn't, it was, yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a fake one. I don't think <laughs> I don't it was. Anyway. This, I'm just going to so, say. So, 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 me and Ollie and, and Alex witnessed it and it was a bit odd. Everyone else was fine and there was no weirdness um, at all. But it was just this, and he was in his 60s, this man. So maybe he was mentally, you know, something wrong with him, but the police didn't do anything either. It's just a bit odd. Is a bit um, I, I don't think I don't think it's it's uh it's a common problem though. I, but I, that's I, that's I, never I, come up before. Being in, I'll tell in, you now, the whole day at Pride, I didn't see one singular bollocks. So. <laughs> you saw two, I but not. Like, <laughs> I was only there five minutes, and I, I saw yeah. clock, clock the bollocks straight. <laughs> so it's a crow phrase. I clocked the bollocks. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I was straight on it, mate. Yeah, I mean, well, I just looked him up and down, really, and like I was quite surprised to find. Do you like the yeah. bollocks up and down? Yeah, it was just a bit weird. Just the one, just the one. <laughs> just don't exaggerate, Lawrence. <laughs> but it was like it was like it was bringing it down because I don't know why this guy was there. It don't make any sense to me at all, um, and why he didn't get in trouble for it. I know, I know, I know we've already said asked this, but yeah. do you, did did he know? Or was it just like I think, think he knew. He had like tight kind of shorts on and a pink top and he was very he was old. He was old. Well are, you sure the police, are you sure the police noticed? Because sometimes you can get notice. lost in a crowd and But they were watching you know. because the thing was you had Pride on and then you had Southampton versus Manchester United, one of the mm. biggest clubs in the world. And there was thousands of people there. Um so <laughs> <laughs> You ain't got worry about that, Dad. Dan's just said, how do I wash away the pictures of Kev and his bollocks in my head now? I'm trying to wonder that myself now, to be honest, Kev. The answer (laughs) the answer is the answer is you don't. It wasn't yeah, don't think about it, Dan. It's not not something you want to dwell on. Um so yeah, it was just a strange situation and I didn't know if that was normal with you youngsters. Whether that's the kind of thing that I don't make it a habit. Maybe maybe old people come along and get bollocks out when you (laughs) celebrating pride. But it was just an interesting thing that happened to. Yeah, we have clubs. It's a horrible thing, to be honest. It was a lot of nips out, but yeah, Mm. (laughs) depends. For women or men? Both. Oh god. (laughs) (laughs) Nips and bollocks. Is that what we're going to call it next year? that, yeah. So actually, dips and bollocks day. Yeah. We no, welcome everyone. It was great. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> some good music playing and that one. Yeah, there's some really good local bands that played. Yeah, it was, it was all good. And good. There was a lot of people there. There was like more than 20 people there. Good um, local bollocks. It, it was, Very it was, sunburnt. Yeah, it was good. The bollocks? <laughs> I bet mate he did. He'd, yeah, he, he would have, definitely would have got burnt. Anyway, so, sorry to... to 
I know you wanted to talk about it's a brilliant, films. it was a brilliant tangent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just kind of reminded me. That's all. So, bollocks like, and this. She's talking about, you know, yeah, so bollocks, bollocks, bollocks was good, was good, was a good movie. Bollocks, um, bollocks, bollocks. Is that what you bollocks, said? Bollocks, bollocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, and then, yeah, as I say, uh, Lord of the Rings brings the power, which I thought was, was yeah, very I'm good. I'm gonna start that tonight. Um, I thought especially Morford Clark as, as, um, as Galadriel was was very good, mm. I thought she she really carries that character perfectly, and that's a hard character to do, um, especially after being played by Kate Blanchett, who's pretty much perfect in the original oh, trilogy. Um, hey, just just I, quick question: is it is this based on a book? Yeah, so well, it's ba- based, based on, on the appendices. Yeah, um, of the sim 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 It's based yeah, on that. Is it? Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, not not the actual sort of, book. Yeah. It's yeah. just based on ex, like you said, excerpts of yeah. Because I mean, ages. Tolkien wrote like extensive, extensively yeah. about the history about it, and then his son like brought them out as a sort of like edited, um, down version. But um, yeah, <laughs> I get Ghostbusters after like five bollocks. I'm We're gonna sure mark it. Out of how many? Ten or five? five. What's a bollocks? what's a bollock to a boner? Mm. Is there a like conversion rate to this? I don't or, know. Uh, the bollocks, the bollocks I... mean more. I'd rather. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> it's one ball sack, isn't it? And two bollocks. <laughs> yeah, no. uh, yeah. So yeah, Lord of the Rings, <laughs> very good. I would you give it, it five bollocks? I, I would give it. Yes, I would give it five bollocks. Five out of five. Right? Five out of five. Well, well, okay. I'd probably give it four. Actually, there, there, there are times when there, 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 there are imperfect moments. Um, but. I think overall it's 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 a very good series. Um I also went back to rewatching um Malcolm in the Middle. Um uh, I've been I rewatching needed, that. Really? That's yeah, mad. Yeah. Because I've needed I, I needed a new a new sitcom really because I I've exhausted I, I've got to the point with Simpsons where uh, I, I sort of reached the threshold where it sort of it stopped being really funny. So I'm like, I, I can't be bothered watch, watching any more episodes. So I thought, oh yeah, Malcolm in the Middle, I enjoyed that as a kid. Um and I still, I still really good, and I still think it's a really underrated sitcom for what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I mean, I mean, especially like Brian Cranston, who yeah. obviously most people know from Breaking Bad, but you forget how great a comedy actor he is, um, because obviously that's superseded by his amazing drama acting. He's so funny, um, and. And with with Malcolm in the Middle as well, I, th- I think we always used to watch it as a family because we saw similarities, obviously, between each other. Um, I, I think I was always compared to Dewey because I'm the youngest child, and you and I, I can I see it. Say so that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I also like because my 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 own brother is a kind of a, a genius in his own right, and he's sort of new from a younger age. He's he's kind of a, a, like our our version of Malcolm in in, in a strange way. Um, and it's sort of, and you got stuff like the parents. I mean, my my parents are, are nothing like um, the parents, but you can see like little things that just just say like with any family sitcom, you can recognise with stuff in your own family. But it does it to an extent where you just sort of like, yeah, I can see that's a bit for my family. But it's what? so funny, and so, so many set pieces are so sort of cartoonishly hilarious that it's just um, which series I, I, I you watch. want? I'm on, just... on series two now. Yeah, I, yeah. I literally started it like I think on Monday. I'm already on like halfway through season two. I love I, the, um, the series two. Is that just because I'm I'm literally on series four, five now? Mm-hmm. But series two is the one where they start with the heat wave, right? With the traffic jam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah, love yeah. It. yeah. 
just all the just so many stuff just remind me of child because obviously I, I you know obviously I grew up in the noughties when it was going out and stuff like you know the the circle and the and the, the three three fingers and you put it below your waist and you have to yeah. punch them that was such a classic you know Ooh. childhood memory of mine it's just I mean, and there's no other I don't think there's any other sitcom that that has shown that or at least mm. I, at least I haven't seen any and it's just so great to be just sort of reminded of that <laughs> it's just so and I I've literally like each episode is about twenty minutes long and it's just I, I today I think I watched about seven episodes in a row and I was just like oh god what is my life <laughs> but it's um but it's really good um also I I thought I'd mention um just briefly uh uh Pachinko which I think I mentioned a few weeks ago it's on Apple TV Plus it's a kind of uh, Korean series. Um, there's, there's sort of a Japanese element to it as well. Um, I won't say much about it, but I, I watched the last two episodes recently, and I have to say there are some of the best episodes I've, of TV I've watched this year. Just utterly beautiful. It's basically a family saga um, that's sort of set across different timelines. So one timeline is set in the sort of the 1920s, 1930s when Korea was occupied by Japan and how lots of Koreans had to assimilate and a lot of Koreans actually went to Japan um, to assimilate there. And it's basically about the family saga going from like the 1920s to 1980s, I think. Um, but it's a really beautifully told story. And I, I think maybe my favorite series of the year. And there's this one scene um, that features like one of my favorite songs of all time. And I've never heard it anywhere else. I think it's uh, In the Aeroplane Over the Sea by Neutral Milk Hotel. Um, it's not the Neutral Milk Hotel version, but it's, it's a cover version that works so beautifully in one certain scene. I was just like tearing up completely. And it's just, I, I just want to rec recommend it really. It's a really good series on Apple TV+. Plus. Um, uh, is there anything else? I don't think so. I think that's about it. Okay, cheers. You Jess? So this is the part where usually I'm like, I haven't watched anything, but I've actually watched quite a lot. <laughs> so I'm just going to be really quick for each one. Um, I watched a Korean series it's on netflix called hellbound nice it's oh yes a dark is, that, is that a school one no yeah. that's something else that's the oh, okay. thinking of the zombie one yeah yeah, yeah hellbound is like people from hell bit like it's, demons from hell or something isn't yeah it? so people start getting visits from angels telling them that oh. they're going to die in say two days five years um time uh and then on that day at that time these like demon things appear and brutally kill them um, and basically make them suffer as much as possible before they're then sent to hell. <laughs> and then there's these groups Rough. that are basically making people uh, believe that the people who are going to hell are people who have sinned and then they're using that to basically kind of take control um, of Korea. I don't know. It doesn't mention if it's actually happening elsewhere, which is a bit What's weird. that on, Jess? It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix, Netflix. series. I don't have yeah, it's only six episodes, and it okay. has 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Nice. So it's very, wow. very good. It's I very good. Yeah. Is it like practical effects, or is it like CGI, practical? Uh, CGI. I think the first episode, because we didn't really know what to expect. We've seen a bit from the trailer. Very, very gory. Cool. Um, and it jumps in timelines quite a bit. It's, it's funny because really when it because when because when it came out, it came out like I think a few months after Squid Game, and every headline was like, "This is the new Squid Game" because it's like mm. it's like the only Korean, it's like the next Korean series. I don't think it, I don't yeah. think it became anything more than that, but yeah. There is good. a lot of stuff like that 
that we've been watching at the moment and also a lot of films on our watch list to the point where our Netflix uh, started dubbing everything oh, really? in Korean mm. and we had to switch it back every time we watched something. Um, so that Boy. was fun. <laughs> dubbing. Yeah, hate it, dubbing. It literally dubbed everything. I was like, great. Um, but yeah, and then I've been watching an easy to watch thing, Superstore. So I started the first season of that. Love it. Hilarious. Mm. Um, and the main actress was from one of my favorite shows, Ugly Betty. So, nice. uh, and then what else did I watch? She Hulk. Oh, she Hulk. Yes, She Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> she Hulk is. Um, I like it. I enjoy it. If I if you don't have expectations of it, I think. Yeah. It's good though. It's good, but there's some bits that are just a bit like the last episode, the ending of it with um, the twerking. It was just like okay, yeah, <laughs> unnecessary, but okay. Um, and yeah, apparently she's going to be in it now, like an actual Marvel character. <laughs> yeah. I, I just I, 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 yeah, I, I'm getting sort of. I haven't started it yet, so this is probably uh, presumptive. But I'm getting sort of a bit sort of superhero fatigue at the moment to the mm. point where i'm just like okay i finished this news i mean some of them are very good like i really enjoyed hawkeye and I, I enjoyed bits of mrs marvel but i haven't i haven't i'm not excited about it if you know what i mean i'm excited yeah, for the that's... avengers films the new ones mm. that have been announced oh, yeah. Who's yeah, in there's it? a lot of feminism in this what avengers but... are in it what, mm. what what avengers are in the avengers well, it'll be like uh, Spider-Man, Miss Marvel. Um, because um, Cap, yeah, that's gonna be well, like Captain um, Marvel. The well, the new Hawkeye. So yeah, was Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Florence Pugh. Florence mm -hmm. Pugh, but she's like more of an enemy, isn't she? Or is she? Just well, like, she'll th then they they'll I think because the popularity, like mm. with Florence Pugh as well, and. Obviously, people really liked Black Widow. I think yeah. usually she would be, but I think they're gonna. It's like the Thunderbolts movie that they've announced in the comics. Obviously, the Thunderbolts is almost like the D is the equivalent to DC's the Suicide Squad, but I I don't think they'll play it like that. I think they'll play it more safe. Like, oh, these these are good guys that are trying to save the day. Whereas the comics, they're also they're, they're also bringing up, bringing back Daredevil, aren't they? Is he going to yeah. be part of the new? He he's going to show up apparently in She Hulk. Apparently. Oh, all right. Well, that yeah, makes sense. It, I guess, it? The whole She-Hulk thing is it is supposed to be about uh, was it like law? Yeah, mm. attorney. Like, law, that's the it? whole yeah, rather than a superhero kind of thing. Um, but I think there's also going to be a lot of like X-Men and Deadpool and. Be interesting to see Deadpool in there. I don't know what they're going to do with X-Men because it doesn't make. Are they going to like well, just bring them back or? No, I think that because you you watched. Did you watch Miss Marvel? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, about half of it. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Well, spoilers, Ewan, but uh, <laughs> no. Well, basically, they allude to the fact that Miss Marvel has like the the like the the gene like a mutation. Right. Yeah, in yeah, her. yeah. So they're basically saying that there's the more superheroes that are popping up have basically like the the X gene. Right. So that I think they're introducing it that way to say that like mutants are. Yeah. That was the other oh. thing I watched. That was your favorite new mutants i finally watched oh. it 
I was so excited for it and I kept pushing it back and I'm refilming and whatever and then it came out and the reviews were so bad I was like I can't watch it uh-huh. uh finally watched it and uh, I I get it now I get why yeah. the reviews were so bad um, <laughs> there was one it was... it's a really good cast isn't it it's like Maisie Williams yeah. and Taylor Joy but the accents, Charlie he, Charlie's yeah yeah I couldn't right. tell for the first like 10 minutes where I knew them were meant to be from I was like what is Maisie William and Charlie Heaton's accents? Wow. <laughs> I'm so confused. And Anna Taylor Joy's character was the only character I, I enjoyed in that film, but that's because like she had the most yeah. OP power. Like it, you didn't really need any of the others in there. She just has her really sword. Get and... her whole power either. It was just uh, kind of yeah. Over the yeah. Top. Wow. Okay. Fair. Oh well. We, th- what one I'll last one it. that one last one that popped up because I I could have sworn it was in the group chat. But has anyone seen Mad God? No, I've heard, I've, heard, I've heard really good things about it. Yeah, I want to talk I, about I, that at some I, point. It's, I watched it's, that. I watched it's it. It's an recently. interesting one. Very. Um, so shut up, Jess. Very existential. Okay. Great. Mm. 30 years making. I just. Yeah. I'd say my only criticism is that. And even the maker himself has said this in that he doesn't think the story is probably as fleshed out as it should be. But. I don't think it's a film where the story is the main front. I think the visuals, especially, are just the he was, main front. Because he was mainly a, a special effects guy, wasn't he, prior yeah. to making this film? Um, yeah, well, he was. Well, and, sure. and, and a, a little interesting fact as well. He did this, he was going to do the special effects for Jurassic Park, the stop animation. And Steven Spielberg obviously saw the CGI T Rex that they mm. were like putting forward to say, do it this way. And steven spielberg said like oh guess you're out of the job and then mm. he was like oh no don't you mean extinct which is why that line is in jurassic park because right, it's a reference nice. a little, little tidbit there for you <laughs> <laughs> okay so i think we'll be back next week hopefully everyone's about maybe sunday with mm-hmm. our episode 91 where's craven's new nightmare so that should be fun. Dan's hot pig is going to be the hatching from 2022. Is that called dragon eggs or something weird? I think I've heard of that. I think it's quite a surreal one. Yes. I, I think women come out of the eggs. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see it. But uh, there's some colourful <laughs> eggs. I, I know so. this. I hope I haven't made that up. If I've made that <laughs> up, yeah, right. you, if <laughs> watching it, is, none of that happens. There yeah. is some yeah. eggs. <laughs> what comes out of the eggs, I don't know. Um, but they're very colourful eggs, and I've wanted to watch it for quite a while. I think it's from finland maybe um yeah so yeah looking forward to watching that one so it might be one i have to purchase so if you want to follow us on twitter it's the bone tire pod if you want to email us it's the bone tire pod at gmail.com instagram um bone tire pod and uh yeah get involved so we'll be back next week i think episode 91 christ it's going well isn't it getting the water episode 100 um, right. I will thank you for listening. Thank you for watching, and we will see you next week when episode ninety-one. Then, uh, Wes Craven's new nightmare. What a great name for a film. See you then. Bye. Bye. See you later.
ignorant. <laughs>